One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com/people today. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the preview show on Football Ramble Daily, sponsored by Betway. Manchester City away to Arsenal after Gabriel Jesus scored more goals. Palace played Brighton in that strange derby and Chelsea are through. Ha <laughs> ha. Chelsea are through to the Champions League knockout. <laughs> <laughs> you bit off more than you could chew, though. Yeah, okay. James, Junkie. or Jim, as he's called here, uh, made a rude sign that put me off. Yeah. So for some reason, I started talking more. Oh, so that's my fault, is it? Correct, yeah. Jim. Yeah, thanks for I'm Trying to bring this country together and you're trying to divide us. Well, of mm. course. It's uh, Friday. The Conservatives, Labour, Lib Dems, Christian Alliance, Mothra... Are in. I'm going to delete them as appropriate. Yeah. Greens. Yeah. <laughs> Greens. No, no, you're right. Probably, there'll be probably be a coalition between all of them. <laughs> the Greens go behind Mothra. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that, is, that is the worst opinion poll you can get, yeah. I think. I thought I'd vote for a big wasp. What yeah. chance do you think we've Moth. got? Um, well, have you seen Godzilla versus Mothra? <laughs> the chances of that happening are more likely than you. That said, House of Commons is right next to the water. That's all I'm it's saying. It's true. Could happen. So they probably guarded against it, I expect. <laughs> You'd hope so, wouldn't you? You would. Flipping Do we have Godzilla defences mm-hmm. in the nation's capital? Well, Peter. Does the Thames vari- Barrier prevent Godzilla Get from Godzilla up here and we'll find out. Pete's been talking a lot about the Thames Barrier recently. Have you? He visited it. I did, yeah. It's yeah. all right, isn't it? It's first time I've ever been there. It's a hell of a construction. It is. Yeah. It's an amazing feat of engineering. Mm. I think we can agree. We can agree. Yeah. I took but a woman from Darfur up there. Yeah. <laughs> it was a very weird day. Yeah. Mm. Well, you know. There's so, another one where you just sort of came to and things were happening. Yeah. <laughs> there was no reason for it. I'm at the yeah. Thames Barrier with a woman from Darfur. <laughs> yeah. 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 Did you point it in and sort of go, Sudam? <laughs> 
Um, yeah. Yeah. I've rescued course, you there because yeah. I found that genuinely funny. Yeah. The other two were gutted. I only I always play to part of the crowd. Yeah, yeah. Um, you just got to find out who's on yeah. the level. Yeah. Uh, well done, Luke Moyes. Yes, of course, at the time of recording, we don't know who the government is. So if it's a depressing day, then sorry about that. But we're here to cheer you up. And here's hoping the river is on the level. Yeah. <laughs> yes, indeed. Let's hope the Thames barrier has not burst and flooded London. Mm. No, because it'll be an edit job. It really will. <laughs> yeah, it, it would. Will be. our service still exist? Yeah. Uh-huh. yeah. Well, of course, uh, we go straight to football which is what we really should be talking about on this show. Gabriel Jesus has been in fine form for Manchester City as he uh, wears the number nine on the back of his jersey because Aguero has been injured for a little while, as he he often is in parts of the season. And you can forget how good Gabriel Jesus is, can't you? Yeah, you you can, and also how young he is. And I'm I'm enjoying his facial hair. He's got a sort of uh, Uh Lou Baker feel. (laughs) It has! Yeah. That's a great shout. Yeah. He's got a big bit of Lou Baker about him. Just you know, in general, yeah. Lou Baker was very, very young when he mm. made Mambo number five. Yeah. He's still quite young. I think he might have been like in his like late 20s, teens, maybe, yeah. when he made Mambo number five. Right? But yeah. I, I think it's not only that you forget how good Gabriel Jesus is, you kind of forget that he's there. Yeah. yeah. I know, I know, and this will be, and I'm sure there are no Man City fans out there with a chip on their shoulder. But if there are, say, in theory, mm-hmm. they might think, what are you guys talking about? Gabriel Jesus played all these games and we don't watch Man City as close as you guys do. For me, you think the classic Man City team, you think Aguero up top. Of course, yeah. And then Jesus, for some reason that I've seen, doesn't seem to moan too much. Happy to do what he does. Yeah. Gets involved. Looked brilliant against Dinamo Zagreb. Mm, yeah. A couple of the goals, at least, were magnificent goals. Yeah, but the, I mean, the goals he scored against uh, Burnley away the other week as well were, were gorgeous. I wasn't a plane, yeah. bruv, so I didn't see that live. Oh, so it's okay. not stuck in my mind as well. Mm. <laughs> but he's 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 been um, he's he's a fantastic player, and yeah. as you rightly said, he's got got a lot of uh, um, of a career in front of him as well. What yeah. was he? Seventeen when he came over? Mm, I think he was. He's twenty two now. Around, oh, was he yeah. When did he do the collaboration with ha- uh, Scatman John? Mm. <laughs> well, that's Lou Bigger again. Sorry. Yes. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Batman yeah. or Scatman? Would yeah. you love to? Would you love Gabriel Jesus to release a tribute to Mambo Number Five? Yes, I would. Good. I'd like to change his number to I number five. What, number you, nine. Lam, Mam, Mambo no, number, number nine. nine. Whatever you're about to say, I think we're all on board with <laughs> yeah. it. Well, it depends, doesn't it? Maybe he was... Um, no, trust him. Uh, maybe he was here... What he, did, he was certainly a teenager when he came over. Mm. So he was very young and, of course, uh, change of uh, footballing style, change of culture, etc. and so on. He, I think his mum and his brother came over with him, moved with him, which is quite... Mm. Obviously, it depends on family dynamics and all sorts of things. But just on that little piece of information we have, it's it's obviously helped him settle yeah. quite a bit. And Guardiola, as we know, sometimes he likes to blood players in quite slowly. Phil Foden being a good example. Mm. But Jesus has played a bit more football, and he started very, very well. Of course, at Manchester City, he made it sort of an immediate impact, from my recollection. And Aguero is not Aguero is not going to last forever. People no. said when Guardiola came in that that would be the end of Aguero. Of course, now Aguero is obviously a phenomenal player, but but Jesus, I think Guardiola would have said, look, you, you know, you're making good money. Uh, you, you know, you're a part of this side. You're going to play <laughs> football. Aguero is often out injured. Sounds like the chase. You've got the money. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, you, 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 you. We, we played so many cup competitions. We're winning trophies, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Uh, but in a few There's years, a little time, bit of Monaco. Exactly. <laughs> Uh, a little bit of Monaco I was about to say yeah. perhaps Jim with the wages but uh, yeah. uh, unconfirmed but uh, you you will play and mm. you will in a few years time I reckon he's, he's blooding him to be the, the, the starting centre oh, forward for Man City when, when Aguero moves on of course definitely he's got t- 10 goals in 21 appearances this season so that's you know just about one in two which yeah. is the sort of numbers Aguero's 
generally posted. So it, it very much feels like he's always been primed yeah. to sort of take on the crown, hasn't mm. he, afterwards? And um, he's very likeable as well. He's very likeable. Of course, by Sunday evening, it'll probably be about 13 and 22. Yes. Because they're away to Indeed. Arsenal. I know, I know. Mm. I, I don't appreciate your lack of support. He's going <laughs> to out of order he's and a dig. bash you up, bruv. Possibly, Yes. I mean, they were they were great. Obviously, Man City are through to the next round of uh, the, the Champions League. Mm. Um, Arsenal. Rodri still has a face somehow. Oh my as well. goodness! See that yeah. elbow? That was absolutely shocking. staggering. Yeah, mm. I don't know how they got. There's away no with that. no VAR investigation into that. No. So so VAR can basically involve itself in the finest minutiae of whether a goal is scored or not, or it touches his fingernail or something. Yeah, but if if someone gets that happening to them, there's nothing. There's no come up. Yeah, yeah it's confusing. Mm. Yeah. I, 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 sorry, Mark. I was yep. just going to say on the, on the Arsenal front, we chatted. People would have heard that we chatted a bit about Ancelotti and his credentials for the Arsenal job yesterday, mm-hmm. because if reports at the time of recording are to be believed, he's keen on the move back to England. Um, and the, the guys were saying that it's not sure, we're not sure that Arsenal is, is the right fit for Ancelotti at this point. Yeah. Um, but I, I can't. I, 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 was, I was sort of quite impressed with the way Arsenal battled back on on Monday against West yeah. Ham because as soon as they went a goal down away from home, I know West Ham aren't brilliant. But you, you sort of feel. I feared for them, you know. I thought, well, this is going to be another nightmare. They might get a goal back and then they'll get beaten, like they did against uh, Brighton. Mm-hmm. They turned it around, to be fair to them. But I still can't. I don't. There's something about Freddie Lundberg that doesn't convince me at all. Yeah, I think Lundberg is is known to be quite a sort of quiet, reserved character, and I wonder if that is the sort of leadership uh, quality that you know. Obviously, I know different personalities are suited to different groups of people and different jobs, but. I think I don't know if Lundberg is a serious candidate to actually sort of take over long term because I think he's um, he's he's too inexperienced for a job of this magnitude at the moment because Arsenal are in the biggest transitional period they've been in in my lifetime and that's that's being kind even referring to it as a tr- transitional yeah. period I think so this needs this needs a steady pair of hands I think and I, I think yeah I mean I'd be happy with Ancelotti personally I, I was hoping he would. What take type over of the personality summer. would you want there? Well, Ancelotti is 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 not going to take any crap, is he? He's going to sort things uh, out. I don't he's he's going to. Is he I renowned for taking? I was a lot about of to say. I think, I think <laughs> in the last few years, he, he, he he's he mellowed a bit, hasn't he? Yeah, the, the people often say it's, it's a bit too relaxed. That doesn't mean to say he takes crap. So fair enough, but he's not going to um, be Paolo Di Canio esque. Yeah, quite. I, I feel I feel like that someone needs to come in there and say, and I mentioned this a bit yesterday, but in, in the context of kind of English football, go in there and say, right, this, from the fan culture yep. to the to the players' culture to the club culture, mm-hmm. is rotten. Yeah. It is rotten. Yeah. And, and, and someone's got to come in and say, I will take responsibility top to bottom in sorting this out and creating it in my in my own image and I think mm. it needs at this stage of his career Ancelotti was he 60 now mm-hmm. he's as, as, as I keep referring to it but as, as James and Andy were saying yesterday he's someone who comes in and he can preserve the status quo look yes. what he did at Chelsea mm. you know they had a great great team great squad yeah. big characters and, he, and he's a player whisperer he'll get, get, mm-hmm. get that Chelsea team to win the double because that's what he does yes. I, with, that, with that set of players they've got and the club being in that state I, I, I've not, I'm not offering any alternatives here. I understand that. Diego but Simeone. I'm, I'm offering Diego Simeone. <laughs> yeah, Luke, that's what the, I'm offering. The classic yellow and is it blue away kit has been yeah. re-released. The bruised banana. Yeah. yeah, yeah. We all got excited about a kit in the summer, so let's try it at Christmas. <laughs> um, <laughs> but yeah, um, it's. I think I think you're right, Luke, and I think this is the this is what's really important that these players are underperforming. Everything about the club is underperforming at the moment, and this is obviously taking taking the. Uh, the West Ham game out of it because it was it was a, like the floodgates opening and this huge relief in that sort of ten minute period where Arsenal scored three goals. But um, it, it's a huge, huge job and it needs someone that can steady the ship for a time because was, he's just 
I was going to say, I was really sad for um, Kieran Tierney. Yes, he's out for three months with his dislocated Such shoulder, which is, he's just uh, just getting a run in the team together. Um, it was looking pretty good, like just getting up to speed. And uh, now it's uh, now it's mad sad uh, for the next three months, you would imagine. <laughs> Maybe we'll sign someone in, in January. I don't, I don't know. But um, in, during the Brighton game, apparently at halftime, um, when Arsenal were truly, truly dire, apparently Freddie Lundberg said at halftime, this is not Arsenal. And that is exactly right. That is exactly the attitude that I think that, needs to come from from management and and from from all of the staff whoever they are and it's it's just it's absurd at the moment did he say anything else no he yeah. was like he very reserved <laughs> they, 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 were, they were like no we're we're at we're at West Ham. Yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah and he'd gone into the wrong dressing room yeah. but still <laughs> you, know, you, you take the positives where you can like when big Ron sat in the wrong bench <laughs> this, this is the Arsenal. Arsenal sorry about that yeah. 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 the worst thing he ever did yeah when did we saw Mark Noble <laughs> 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 yeah, I know what you yeah. mean. I, I, it, I mean, Luke Moore has described the situation as rotten. That's when yeah. you know it's hit rock bottom. And I, you're absolutely it, right. I, I'll tell I, you what. I've yeah. got so much tears in my eyes for you guys. I've got my, I've got my detractors, but if I, I know when something's rotten. <laughs> Listen, if there's anything yeah. I'm an expert on, you've got a nose for rotten football. Yeah, I have a rotten nose, rotten. Yeah, you <laughs> like a football fox. I'm a little rotter. You Pete. are yeah. rotter. Pete, am I the biggest rotter you know, <laughs> mate? You can, you can see how rotten are some space. <laughs> so on the West Ham game Lundberg also said uh, you have to relax dare to be football players be brave they let that handbrake go and all of a sudden they played really good football and that's obviously very sort of Wenger-esque uh, mm. you, you can see how he's, he's learned under Wenger's tutelage but that has been something that under Emery was really really lacking the mm. team seemed to lack ideas and also just sort of application and, and, and their own invention yeah, and, so he and, said take, take, take the break off because we don't have any sort of defence. Yeah. So yeah. the only way we're going to win any football matches yeah. is by being swashbuckling. It works for, um, well, say that they've gone out. It kind of worked for Salzburg. <laughs> oh, they're a tough group, so... yeah. I, they, I just think, I just think Arsenal are just a bunch of it. At the moment, they're a bunch of excuse-making idiots. Yeah. And they should, they should take <laughs> responsibility. Do you think Man City are going to hammer them? The thing is, I, I, I'm not convinced that. I mean, this is not a hugely controversial thing to say, I suppose. But I'm not. I'm not convinced by Man City at the moment either. Yeah, but I mean, they still. I understand they've not been as superb as they were last season. But mm. uh, if it wasn't for Liverpool's ridiculous season, they'd still be in there. Um, well, I, I, put it this way: it's a big ask. But if Arsenal play against Man City, like they did for the second half against West Ham. I think Man City can be got out. And we talked about that when they played Man United. Oh, yes. If you're brave enough to go at them and bypass mm, them mm. And, and hit them hard, they're vulnerable at the back. They are. And also, Arsenal they're kind of like the Death Star. Yeah. Yeah, they've got this huge weakness. Get them yeah. in the duct. The goal. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but yeah, Arsenal conceded the first goal in the last five games in the Premier League. And it's mm. becoming really frustrating. So if they can put that right, Actually, a lot of fans will be going, oh God, this is a terrible time to play Man City. I'm actually pretty happy that we've got this game coming up now because it's a big test. You have to step up in a game like because this. Because it can't no get any better. It, it just, just can't. can't. <laughs> just can't. <laughs> <laughs> Let's move on then. Tottenham Hotspur lost 3-1 in Munich. Uh, of course, they were away to Bayern in the Champions League this week. Um, Spurs have gone through. They lost two games in the group, both to Bayern. One obviously spectacular, spectacularly uh, at home and then lost 3-1 away. I mean, losing away to Bayern is not a shocker and Spurs w- w- couldn't catch them anyway. It was nice to see Ryan Sessegnon start and yeah. score a blistering... I almost uh, forgot he was there. Yeah, I know what you mean. Yeah, I think it was his first start It was. Yeah. It's interesting for Mourinho that. And this is, what I think, one of the things that we forget about him in his, in his early days is that he does 
really show faith in players sometimes, be mm. it Ryan Sessegnon or be it a ball boy. You know, Scott, like he, Scott McDominate. Exactly, <laughs> exactly that, yeah. Mm. And, and that, that's actually, it, well, in this case, it seems to be a positive. And um, I think Spurs have probably got a, a lot of that to look forward to in the short term, at least. It remains to be seen whether he'll you know, settle as he hasn't done before. But, um, I mean, yeah, this was always a tough ask, wasn't it, to beat Bayern? And I, I'm really intrigued by how the, the game with Wolves is going to go as well, because Wolves are in a really good place. They're, they're um they're on an 11 match unbeaten run. They've ghosted in, haven't they? Yeah, yeah, they have. And obviously Spurs in, in the league look look really like just transformed under Mourinho. So this could be quite the ding-dong. It was quite the play by Mourinho because the rumours going into that game against Bayern were that he, he had taken a lot of young players. Mm. They travelled with a lot of young players and he was probably going to give them a game and he ended up giving Sessegnon and Juan Foyth and Carl Walker-Peters starts, I think. Mm. Um, and Oliver Skip featured... Um, but um, a couple of the other players that were mentioned didn't didn't come off the bench. Of course, he's given them experience. They're travelling away. I get, I get all that. But it's a bit of a gamble because, as you said, Marcus, it's kind of an irrelevant game mm-hmm. and Wolves are in great form. And Spurs have had... They'll, you would think they would get such, such great momentum from that massive win against Burnley where they looked fantastic. Mm-hmm. You wonder whether it's worth risking kind of playing all those players in a difficult away game. Because I, I know that I know that it's to all intents and purposes, like a dead rubber. But you are still playing Bayern Munich away. Mm. And psychologically, that's quite a big game given yeah. what happened in the last game. So it, his, his thinking kind of confused me a bit. So we'll see what happens with I him against I, I, I sort of get it, actually. I, I would say that you beat Burnley in the league. He knows it's not really worth contending that one against Bayern. So give it to the youngsters. And also the youngsters being able to say they played away in Bayern for a big Champions League game, you know, in, in appearance... They, any young player wants a start, and especially yeah. if you're putting them in against a big side like that, I think they would be, they would be quite encouraged that that Mourinho would do that. But of course, it's a safe one to play them in, and then say to the senior players, right, you, some of you will have a rest. No, but I think my, my point is surely so I wasn't making myself clear. My point is that he didn't play as many of them as I thought he would. But many of the young players, yeah. Oh, I see what you mean. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, well, again, though, they've they been beaten 7-2 at home, so yeah. you, you don't want to <laughs> The danger beat... is that you scar them for life. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, like, I found it interesting that he chucked Ericsson in there. Yeah. Because he seems to be committed to not playing him. Uh, in, yeah, indeed. Well, that's a, that, is that a message? Is he sending a message to Ericsson? So in... you can play in dead rubbers away from home that are really inconvenient for you personally. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if that is the message, yeah. I'm all for it. Indeed, yeah, yeah, yeah. But you're right, when you mentioned Wolves earlier, Luke, the, yeah. Wolves at the start of the season, they were they were... Hanging around in the bottom half of the table, and like that, hanging around, yeah, like naughty kids smoking by the bins, just waiting like a big pack of wolves to pounce. (laughs) And then they've ghosted up the table, as you say, and they're and they're sitting in there now. And there's a lot of teams in and around that. uh, Well, there's only one team in fifth place. There's a lot of teams uh, (laughs) below that, of course. And the points are quite tight from sort of what is it, eleventh or twelfth to to fifth, something like that. But wolves are in there. And uh, they're you know scoring goals. They're looking good, and they are balancing out the Europa League quite nicely. Time of recording, we we don't know what their result was uh, in the Europa League on the Thursday, uh, but they're looking impressive. And they're already through anyway, aren't they? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. yeah. So they they they're looking good, aren't they? The way that that Santo has has balanced that side uh, with with Europa League and, and so on and so forth. I mean, Wolves really are when into the new year would want to put the burners on and say right let's claim that fifth place let's finish above I, th- I think Manchester. they should be aiming for fourth well I, s- I said at the start of the season Leicester should be aiming for third yes. right? and they, they've essentially solidified that at least you mm-hmm. think you yeah. think I don't see why I don't see why Wolves should be afraid of those other teams mm-hmm. around, well, around, uh, around I don't that think that, area well, I, su- I suppose the point I was thinking was that if Wolves can finish 
Bear in mind, they haven't been in the league that long. I know they've made some big signings and all, but still, if they can finish a season and go, this this season we finished above, say, Spurs, Arsenal and Manchester United. Now, I know you can say that those teams, who knows, there's still a lot of football to play, uh, mm. of course, but I'm just saying, no, hypothetically, point. Yeah, yeah. if they can finish the season and say, look at the teams we finished above. Yeah. As, as, what a flipping encouragement that is. As well as having all the extra games involved in yes. the Europa League. Absolutely. And it yeah. shows you the size of the squad there, mm. how he rotates, the, uh, you know, how he uses them as well. Mm. And they've got goals in there. Yes, they have. And they've got assists from Jimenez. Well, well, I, th- I think, yeah, you've, <laughs> yeah, I know, annoying. Uh, Raul Jimenez will occasionally score mm-hmm. the second goal in a game. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but um, they've, they've also got a coherent plan. Yes. And we talked about this last season, mm-hmm. but they've set out what they want to achieve. Uh, and they've done it in a way that perhaps... You know, you take Fulham, for example, last year, just chuck a lot of money at it and it didn't yeah. work. Now, there could probably be other reasons for that. But Wolves, it just feels coherent. Mm-hmm. And I, I also think Wolves are in a great position because they're a big club, but they're not a superstar big club. No. Mm. So the attention is not going to be on them as as as, um, as as much as perhaps some other teams. There's no way some of those teams in the Premier League could do what we've said with Wolves have done and ghost up there. No. If... if, 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 if um, Spurs or Arsenal or Chelsea put together an 11 run unbe- 11 game unbeaten run in the Premier League you generally know about it mm-hmm. you know all the talk is they're in brilliant form yeah. the Wolves are kind of, they're not a team that people talk about an awful lot mm-hmm. and so they're able to do that and they could use that to their advantage as well yeah very much so yeah so Wolves v Spurs is an interesting one can I I know we've got to do emails but can I do you mind if I just jump in here because there's not a natural place for me to do it and say um, that I wanted to give a mention to the great Jim Smith who oh, yeah, passed yeah. away this week yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, hugely popular figure I believe he had a long illness and, and very sad um, as a Portsmouth fan to, to see him to see him uh, sadly pass away. I think he was seventy nine. Gave some great memories to people down there in Portsmouth. Of course, he was a Newcastle United yeah. manager as well. Tremendously popular figure, mm. just broadly well liked. Oh yeah, it? and and when and when Portsmouth were in that kind of run where they went up to the Premier League, Harry and Jim. Yeah, it was, yeah. that's a testament to him. It wasn't all the songs used to be sung at Fratton Park. Harry and Jim, Harry and Jim, because they loved him uh, as an assistant manager as yeah. much as they loved. Um, Harry Redknapp as well, and I, I think I was just very sad to see it. It was a really, really, really um, sort of upsetting, upsetting moment to see him um, to see him gone. Yeah, no, I think that's fly the bald eagle. He was he was he was a manager at Portsmouth in the early nineties as well when they got to the semi final of the FA Cup and yeah. all the rest of it. So his 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 legendary status at, um, down there is is assured, as I'm sure it is at places like Oxford and Newcastle as well. He, he walked out on uh, on Newcastle because of the uh, chairman and the, the the power struggle that was happening in the board, mm-hmm. which obviously I endorse. <laughs> 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 Making great decisions in ways, back in the day. He was ahead of his time. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Indeed. All right, now it's time for emails with PTD. Well done, George Crotty, my favourite named emailer of the week. (laughs) And that's the email section, Marcus. (laughs) Crot bags. Crot bags. (laughs) Hello, lads. Thought I'd bring your attention to the West Brom equaliser against Wigan this week, as it's the kind of goal I know you all enjoy. An indirect free kick from in the box. The big crot. Conceded in a true football bloopers DVD way. Wigan left back under absolutely zero pressure. Turns and rolls it back to the keeper, who happens to be having a drink, stood in the goal looking the other way. Love it. Uh, He turns around at the last minute as his defenders scream at him, and he's got loads of time to just clear it away. Instead, he calmly picks it up and looks bewildered as the ref blows up. Love. It. And then a, and a goal was scored. Well, Have you forgotten you you're playing in a football match? Uh, yeah. I appreciate that. Lovely that goal from Santa's crotty. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that used to happen when you played like on the school field at lunchtime. Right. Someone would be in goal 
And they didn't want to be in goal or whatever, but you have to take your turn. Yeah, yeah. And they'd be chatting to like a girl. Yeah. And, the, you know, it, yeah. come yeah. on, take it serious. They'd be take sat, it serious. sat on a pile of bags that was also a goalpost. Yeah. Putting a lot of jeopardy. Some of the goalposts would be five, six bags wide. Yeah, yeah. Oh, massive. Oh, yeah. Absolutely yeah. massive. And they'd have those. Did you ever have, did you ever have one of those schools that was, um, that the yard was quite close to the actual building itself, so you can only play with um, those sponge balls, heavy sponge balls. And when yes. they got wet, they would just like, a, a, well, it's a sponge. Mm, so they yeah. would just get heavier and heavier and heavier. Or a tennis ball on a concrete playground. <laughs> yeah. I know, we never had that. At junior school, we were only allowed to play with sponge ball. Mm. Mm. Uh, then crazy. when we got to big school, we could play with the proper goal. It's ball. big school. Yeah. Um, hello to Ross Brownell. He's going to go and watch um, Keggy, his live speaking show thing, and he wants to know uh, what to ask him. Oh. <laughs> Careful. Help me, dads. I mean, ramble, he says. <laughs> Help me, dads. <laughs> ask him anything. Just ask him what he's going to be doing at Christmas. Uh, maybe should we put this to the listeners? Yeah. Ask him if he wants to go to Pete's house for Christmas. Now yeah. his mum's roast potatoes. Lovely. Pete's courtyard. Ask him about that sounds the, like a euphemism. Yeah. Ask, him about, um, <laughs> ask him about the combine harvester. <laughs> yeah. What's a combine? Oh, it's, yeah, it's, combine. Yeah. 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 it's a tractor, actually. Oh, was it a yeah. tractor? Yeah. yeah. We should tell the story for the listeners. No, no, right? if you don't come to the live shows, you miss fuck, out on yeah, that. You can fuck off. Um, <laughs> the, tra- the, live, the, the tractor story about Keegan, which I found when I was researching the Kevin Keegan section for the live shows, mm-hmm. in which someone um, won a Kevin Keegan signed football shirt. We were, we were playing to the choir. Um, is that when he played in the 60s for someone, I forget who it was there was a farm at the start of the training pitch and they became quite friendly with the farmer and he said, if you want, I mean, this is, this is like the late 60s, I think. Yeah. So like, you know, it, was like, it was proper like boys' own stuff. It wasn't like, yeah. they weren't all on Snapchat. You know, they were, yep. there, there was no Snapchat. So anyway, they, 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 <laughs> were exci- they were excited by the idea of being able to drive this tractor. Uh-huh. So and they, the, put, they put the blackberries down. And the, <laughs> the farmer, yeah, punnet of blackberries. <laughs> <laughs> the, the farmer said, you can all have a drive of it if you want. And so they took it in turns to drive around the farmer's field in this tractor, and it was mm. lots of fun. And then when it came to be Kevin Keegan's turn, he uh, drove it um, in, a, in, a, in a ridiculously irresponsible way, presumably by accident. It broke. He overheated the engine. The whole thing just essentially collapsed, involving the total tractor being entire, like a complete write-off. The farmer uh, learned his lesson. Yeah. The mm. farmer learned his lesson. Yeah. The farmer wants cleared. a wife. The farmer wants a <laughs> yeah, wife tractor. and a new tractor. Yeah, yeah. So ask him about that. Exactly. Ask him about yeah. that. If he replaced the tractor. He should have done later mm. on, I yeah. feel. Hello to Alex. Um, you've probably already been sent this quite a few times. We really have. Um, but can we please talk about John Joe Shelby calling out Pete underscore 69 when talking about the abuse he gets on Twitter, an account which is unmistakably one of Peter's alternative accounts. Ooh. Oh, really? Yeah. You've been so, up to old So basically Shelby's just talking about like, what does Pete underscore 69? Why he chose that one? Which, would, really be your, which would be your login. Massively. So he's, yeah. he's just made what does that he up. Know, it's a yeah, satirical. He's made that up. So I said, hey, what does he know about football? But then he also goes on to say, um, my dad is the first uh, person I speak to after a match and sometimes he can be quite critical. But what does he know about football? He's never played professional football. So no one has an opinion then. Yeah. No one no gets an opinion, Jonge. No. Is he slagging him off, is he? Yeah. He's slagging Pete underscore 69 off. Yeah. I've I've never been a plumber, so therefore I will not have an opinion if water's water flying flooding out, 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 my, out my pipe. <laughs> I want you, know. you to shut up and wait yeah. for a professional. Plumbing's yeah, just... Sounds like you need a honest. Yeah. <laughs> it'd, be, it'd be confusing, wouldn't it? When would, when would you call them? Yeah. You sort of call them and go, by the way, is, is, I'm, I'm up to, I'm, I'm up to yeah. my knees in But water. I am not qualified yeah, 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 to comment. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I just wondered if this was a problem. Yeah. Because <laughs> the way I'm going, I'm yeah. going to get trench foot. What yeah. you'd have to do is call everyone every day. <laughs> if, it, if it goes over the plugs, I've got to call an electrician as well. Yeah, yeah exactly. Which again, yeah. I'm not qualified to do. I'm being electrocuted. Yeah. Yeah. Or are you given an opinion? Yeah. yeah. Are you saying you might get electrocuted because the electrician hasn't said that you would? It reminds yeah. me of the time when I um, accidentally cut my hand off. <laughs> 
but I wasn't qualified to know whether it was an injury or not. So yeah. I, could, I didn't call the doctor. Yeah. Stay in your lane. I, I, would, I had to speak to an ex-doctor to find yeah. out. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Stay in your lane. Oh, yeah. Do not talk about politics unless you're oh, wait, a politician. I mean, you're saying stay in your lane. You're, you're not a Formula One driver, mate. Yeah. Oh, shit. <laughs> I can't so, even drive. So be quiet, okay? Yeah. Stay I, in um, your lane, bye, Keegan. I so, sorry, sorry, Marcus. You're not a town crier. So, <laughs> yeah. so why oh, don't you stay quiet? No, I am, Jim. <laughs> yeah. uh, but, I like the idea that also you, you're, if you have any kind of profile, yeah. Yeah. any however small it is, uh-huh. as is as ours undoubtedly are, mm. you are automatically exempt from having any opinion about politics. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. It'll be funny, mate. But you, not, yeah, not, stick to no. that. Yeah. Yeah. Don't talk about politics. Can we keep politics out of everything that involves politics all the time? <laughs> yeah, please. All of the time. Anyway, five young players were given the keys to an old tractor <laughs> and were allowed to take it dr- turns driving it around the field next to the training ground. On Keegan's turn, he crashed it, sending the axle through the tractor's engine and completely writing it off. That's the story. Yeah. To be fair, though, he's not a farmer, so he shouldn't be. He should, he should, he, how, how would he have known? Badly designed tractor for the axle can possibly, if it goes over a bunk, go through the engine. Uh-huh. It was skunked up in the 60s. It's true. The oh, mind boggles. Look, I don't work in advertising, but let's have a break. <laughs> Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at uh1.com. Welcome back to the preview show on Football Ramble Daily, sponsored by Betway. Yes, we should mention the Patreon, patreon.com forward slash football ramble daily to get involved with um, with that. You get a chance. I think for just $5 a month, you can be a member of our Discord, which means you can chat with loads of fellow ramblers and ourselves about lots of different subjects relating to football, uh, relating to the show, relating to lots of other things. Video that, games. Yeah, video games. Pete's Films. Got, Pete's got a video games thread in there. Politics. You know, it's a no, politics. No, no, we haven't no, got a politics section yeah, actually. No, no, it's, it's free from that. No. Yeah, I don't think, based on what I've read on there so far, we necessarily should have a politics <laughs> section. Uh, but patreon.com forward slash football round all day. There's lots of tiers for you to, to 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 get involved in any way or whatever, whatever level you feel comfortable doing. Liberal so, tiers. Um, yeah, you can do it in liberal <laughs> tiers if you want. Um, and that's the motherfucking tea. Damn Ooh. right. Damn mm. right. Talking of things, Jim, what about our award nomination? Yeah, that's a thing. Uh, and we've been nominated for an award. 
doubling up on the things. Uh, if you want to vote for us in the Pod Bible uh, Magazine Awards, you can go to podbiblemag.com and do that. And, you know, as, as we've said before, we've, we've been nominated for things before and not really publicised them so much. So think of this as like when Scorsese won the Oscar for The Departed. <laughs> it was really for Goodfellas and it was really for many other things. Right. Just get okay. involved. Get your mum involved. You know, get your mum involved. Well, I will. All right, you get good. your mum involved. All right, you're not well, a mum, so you can qualify. You're not. You're not a mum yeah, yourself. Right. So. Exactly. Not a genealogist. I'm the, I'm the most mum-like of all of us, actually. So I think, <laughs> in this context, I think I can have that. So authority. hang on. So if we were going to clarify that, I just, I just, I've got the most motherly aura of the four of us. Uncle, fresh out of prison. Anyone? Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, yeah. But they, Pete, you're like, you're like someone's. Um, mate's older brother who's been in the army and in prison. Yeah. yeah. And you're the sort of person who, when you get let out of prison, the guard says, see you soon, and then laughs. <laughs>, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm never coming back. I'm back. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, vote for us in the Pod Bible Awards, podbiblemag.com. Yeah. Or Pete will or won't go to prison, depending yeah. on what you prefer. Mm. Take it from Mother Campbell there. Yeah. Now, uh, Chelsea beat Lille 2-1 in the Champions League. They're through to the knockouts. They are through to those knockouts. Matthew McConaughey was there to witness it. He was talking he was. about Christian Pulisic. He was, and yeah. I feel sorry for Christian Pulisic because since Chelsea's transfer ban was lifted ahead of January, um, all the talk's been about um, them want to sign Jadon Sancho. Yeah. <laughs> Christian Pulisic, <laughs> go, fucking leave me alone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was, no, I love McConaughey's accent. That's great, mm, yeah. Absolutely gorgeous. He, he it's does, a drawl, isn't it? It's oh. the epitome of a southern drawl. I think, I think he's from, I want to say Louisiana, I think. But there's an app I, I, again, I'm not entirely clear on this, but I think it's called Calm, where yeah. it's like a mental health kind of um, mm. mindfulness app. But he, he does the voice. Well, you can get people to read you bedtime stories on it. Oh, yeah. And one of them, I think one of them is read by Matthew McConaughey. Oh, wow. Can you get a Roy Hodgson one? You, <laughs> that would be brilliant. <laughs> I'd love that. that. Little, night owl, a little team talk. The yeah. night owl. Call it the night owl, isn't that? Yeah, that'd be great. One thing that lived happily ever after. That's quite good. Can you do a McConaughey? Um... Oh, <laughs> what's that? The breathing from the noise. Uh, Wolf of Wall Street. Do 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 it, McConaughey. Ah, give me five minutes. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. Pete's uh, say that's what. All I like right, it. all right, all right. No, that's <laughs> what I like about college girls. I get older, but they stay the same age. That's a line of his. Oh, I thought yeah. you suddenly were making a startling no, 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 admission. No, no. <laughs> Either way, it's getting clipped. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, McConaughey's from Texas, apparently. Is he? Yeah, there we go. Ah, same thing. Yeah, uh, yeah so uh, Chelsea, let's get back to them. They finished yeah. second, let's of course. duck out of an impression and get back to Chelsea. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, Jim, I, normally I, I impose them on people and yeah, I'm trying, trying to withdraw now, so you should uh, be very thankful for that. Mm. Uh, Valencia topped the group, of course, beating uh, Ajax. That was a bit of a surprise. Um, mm. So Chelsea, they needed to win the game, of course, and they did. Uh, they could face Juventus, PSG, Barcelona or Bayern uh, in, uh, in the draw, which is happening on Monday. Um, yes, but it, but it was you know, as we keep saying, Lampard's first uh, uh, stint as Chelsea manager because he'll be back at some point. You would imagine uh, when he gets sacked from this, uh, <laughs> they're, they're through. You know, they're through to the knockouts. And what yeah. uh, Ajax, you know, considering what they did last time to to get ahead of them in the group, and and Valencia have been in the competition for a while, you've got to put it down as as successful. I know people will think, ah, oh, but if we'd have topped the group, you know, you potentially easier oh, yeah. sides. Um, but it's got to go down, as a, yeah, they, they've done as well. A good campaign thus far, sure. Yeah, it has, and they've done well because they concede. I mean, they just concede decent amounts of goals in the Champions League. 
So they've done well to to push through in in a in a in a, in a group that is perhaps maybe a touch harder than people thought. I mean, yeah. Lille have been a bit of a busted flush. They didn't manage to win a single game, but Valencia have looked decent. Uh, Chelsea had that great game with um, Ajax, that four four. Oh my goodness! Mm. Yeah. Um, so they're a bit of an entertaining side. So they they might be that team that I thought Salzburg might end up being. Yeah. Where you, they're really attacking, but they can see goals and they, and they go quite far, uh-huh. almost like uh, Monaco did. Yeah, I'm not yeah, saying yeah. Chelsea was good at that Monaco team, but oh, they were great. Yeah, but they were great to watch. Chelsea could end up being that. They, they've, they, they, they're going to be hoping that they'll draw. I mean, because they can't get Valencia and they can't get um, Man City, Man City or Liverpool. So I mean, but who's it? Is, it's um, it's tough for them. Red Bull Leipzig, like they can get Leipzig. Leipzig, we probably I mean, even though Leipzig are a decent side, but yeah. you'd rather them than the, the likes of Juventus or Barcelona. They've got yeah. a one in five chance of getting a winnable tie. Yeah, is a way of looking at it. Yeah, um, because it's hard to, to make an argument to say they'll they'll get past the other teams. But we'll, yeah, we'll see. You never know. They're, yeah. in, the, they're Lo- in the mix. Luke Remy nearly came back to haunt them, didn't he? Yeah, he did, and he, he should have done as well. He had a really good <laughs> chance to, uh, to to make that two all, didn't he? Just nice to see him in general, though. Good old Loike. Yeah, yeah, I liked him. Mm. You, you um, were you going to mention about Nathan Ake? I was, yeah. In this game against Bournemouth. Because I've read, I don't know if you guys have read this, but I read um, yesterday, because obviously Chelsea have been linked with him, now they can mm. sign players again. He's the next player. Buyback for like 40 million or yeah, something. Yeah, so they, they, they put into it, the, they sold him for 20, yeah. and they put a clause in there saying they can buy him back for double the money. So if they want to go and trigger it for 40 million, they can do that. Yeah. yeah. Eddie Howe seems to have started a lot of speculation about Nathan Ake by worrying about Speculation about Nathan Ake. <laughs> so he's kind of wished it into yeah, existence. It's, he's, seemed, he's Nathan Ake, Eddie House Candyman. <laughs> <laughs> he, he sort of said, didn't he, that uh, he went, you know, this is just out of my control. And I was like, I mean, you, you can have an ounce of influence yeah, at least yeah. over this. At least talk to the fella. Yeah. Ask yeah. if he wants to stay. <laughs> he's, he's on the injury table, yeah. Right? Yeah. on the physio table. He's doing right? nothing else, is he? Yeah. Well, he's, bad injury, though. It's a shame for, for Ake. He's yeah. out injured. But yes, uh, how very concerned uh, that bigger clubs may come in for him. Because Ake's. You know, he's having a good time at Bournemouth. He's a quality defender, and it's yeah. 24 now. You wouldn't be surprised. If yeah, it seems in. about right for him to, to move on soon, isn't it? And for, and that weirdly is that's really canny from Chelsea because that looks cut price now, doesn't it? Especially what was it they were asking for for him from from Leicester in the summer? Was it 75 million? Obviously to scare them off, when they, sure. knowing they had the Harry Maguire yeah. money, but still, yeah, that's that's how <laughs> kind of crazy the market is. So it'd be, I think it'd be very smart of Chelsea to do that. Although obviously he's injured that's not ideal this is going to be an interesting one because Bournemouth are in pretty terrible form but Chelsea have also lost three of their last four games in the Premier League so they had that really good run and now they've they've kind of wobbled a bit they seem they're a streaky team it would seem it's it's also worth mentioning Jim um, the fact that Bournemouth have got so many players out they've got almost a whole team out injured Um, and and Callum Wilson's also Mm -hmm. picked up an injury Joshua King getting worse for them every day Joshua King seems to have this really serious hamstring Mm. injury I, every time you look at the, the, the regular kind of sources you look at to find out when he's going to be back, it says no return day. It, it, I'm a little bit worried for Bournemouth, actually. They've lost five in a row and they're one point above Southampton in 18th place. I, I just wonder with these injuries and if Ake went and so on. Because Bournemouth, in, in sort of the previous seasons that we've talked about them, they've not really been um, in a relegation battle. You know, they sort of finish sort of fairly comfortably. They flirted with it, yeah, but yeah, not, but not too Not serious. really. But I, I don't know. This season, you know, we, we, we're. Deep in uh, yeah uh, to sep- uh, December now, mm. uh, as I say, with the injuries, if they, if they lost Ake maybe in, in January, although oddly the injury to Ake may help them if you see what I mean, get to the end of the season with him because if he's still injured in the January mm. window, will He'll be less attractive. Mm. Yeah, sure. So uh, yeah, I, I, I'm a bit concerned for old Bournemouth. I've just looked this morning, um, and Joshua King's actually being listed as now fifty percent that he might come back at the weekend. Yeah, but they... would you risk him though? That's the yeah. thing. I mean, yeah. you look at the Luto, they have got the worst form in the league. 
Yeah, a lot of L's. Just loads of L's. A lot of L's. Well, you put Chelsea down very much as favourites for that. Of course, Chelsea's transfer ban lifted for January. Lampard spoke of losing Hazard and said, you know, they've missed his creativity and his goals and so on. So you wonder if Chelsea are going to spend big in January. Everyone, I don't think they will. I think No, I don't think they will. I think they'll maybe have a little sprinkle, but I don't think they'll spend big. I think maybe make a defensive recruitment here and there. Yeah. I, I mean, I know obviously any side lost, losing Hazard would be a, a, a big miss, but I was slightly surprised he said that because they have had goals elsewhere. Abraham's obviously come in. I know he's not um, in Hazard's position, but Pulisic is, is getting involved. You know, Willian uh, is always there or thereabouts. Yeah. Obviously, Mount's played well and so on, but I don't know. Who knows? Who knows? <laughs> uh, let's move on there. On Monday night, oh, you've got something there, Luke. You having a little... No, topic? sorry. You know um, Tom Wally who edits our shows? Yes. Mm-hmm. I, I, I was flicking through, through to look at the run and order and I went onto the Twitter page and he just tweeted, film idea, um, so many people write your mum on their ballot papers that legally someone's mum has to become Prime Minister. Set in the King Ralph multiverse. Really? It <laughs> <laughs> just made me laugh. Sorry, Marcus. That's all right. You did ask, though. You did ask. It's my duty I, to be honest. Can I give you a vault fast that may um, improve the um, podcast football-wise? Yeah, um, yeah. I was talking to my mate last night uh, at a Christmas party. Did you hear how surprised they were to hear that there? What? what? what it's football-related. <laughs> no, my surprise was when he said uh, he was talking to his mate. <laughs> I have to be honest, few. I forgot he was there. Hey, <laughs> was this at your work Christmas party? Yeah. So it's, what, like, it's a colleague then. That's why. It clears I, up yeah. for you, Mark. There we go. Yeah. This is why I sound like this, baby. Yeah. Um, yeah, he reckons that because um, the mid, mid-table, mid to bottom of the table in the Premier League is a bit dirty at the moment, <clears throat> what they should do is <laughs> you're allowed 10 draws and then after that you don't gain any points for draws. <laughs> That's a good idea. It's a really good idea, isn't it? Yeah. I'm all for it. Yeah. Because Wolves have drawn about nine games. Yeah. So they'd be on the cusp. Yeah, they'd have to go out and win matches. Yeah. Mar- Marcus, on, on that, um, just quickly, yeah, quick yeah, yeah. sort of mention, are, are Leicester still on the verge? Of course. Have you moved away from the precipice? Mm. The, they they haven't lost any ground on Liverpool. True. True. Mm. They are on the verge. They're not on the running <laughs> the order verge this week. Is firming up, if anything. Are they on that bit of the verge that um, becomes a bit of a, um, is it a camber, kind of like a, a gradient down to the... Not yet. Bit. Right. Not okay. yet. Maybe into the new they're, year. They're at home to Norwich. So you'd fancy them this weekend. You would fancy mm, them. Yeah. You would fancy them. <laughs> Palace at home to Brighton. The strange derby is back. Uh, Brighton go very well under old Potter. Yeah. Mm. Old Potts is uh, waving his wand. They're, they've scored They scored 35 goals in total last season um, and they've got 20 uh, this season already. Morpay's got six. So they're scoring a few more goals. Last season, they were they were pretty piss poor in front of goal. Uh, currently 12th with, with 19 points. And he's just signed an extension, a two-year extension to his four-year deal. He already had another four years. So he signed an extension yeah. to 2025, right. which is how much faith. Pardew-esque. It is. Mm. I think they're wanting to ensure themselves because yeah. managers are dropping like flies at the moment and Potter's not really ever done anything wrong. No. Yeah. So I think there's a chance <laughs> he could, he could yeah. be picked off. He's not utter crap. Let's, <laughs> let's tie him down. But they're very impressed with him at Brighton. Mm. We haven't really sort of spoken about him or Brighton too much. Jules does it every week. That's why. Yeah, yeah I was going to say. Yeah, <laughs> she sort of picks up the slack. Yeah, but but he's, but they're doing well. They're sort of playing a uh, sort of more possession based style. Yeah, does he deserve a lot of credit, Marcus, for turning them from a Chris yes. Hughton type team to a team that actually aren't afraid to go out and try and, and try and sc- win games? Very much so. I mean, and that's not a dig at Chris because he did a brilliant no, job. I, but I, I, if I may dive in, you made your answer there, Marcus. I, I think the really most impressive thing about the way he's got Brighton playing is for the first time you can truly say that they look at home in the Premier League. Yes. Yeah, until now, it's always been, they've been scrapping and they've been hanging yeah. on and it's, it's been about playing to the absolute top limit of what they've got in the squad. But now, they, they just look very, very comfortable and uh, I mm. think we're we're yet to see what level Potter can take them to. I, I think that's well, well said, Jim. I know they've got Spurs over the Christmas period. I think it's boxing that they're going to be playing them, but they've got like Palace, Sheffield United, um, Bournemouth. I mean, that's... 
eminently, all of us matches are eminently mm. winnable. Well, but, yeah, way, but Palace obviously is one that they'll very much want to win. Yeah, uh, it's, and it's a really good time to see this game actually because you know Palace are in it in pretty good form as well. Oh, and so um, again, it's a potentially really really good game, especially with how much. Baffling passion is involved in Not this fixture. Yeah, passion. I mean, I know I say Brighton. <laughs> Brighton Sounds have, like a new romantic band. <laughs> Brighton have scored twenty goals this season, which is which is not an enormous amount. It's not terrible, but comparing them to last season is what I'm doing there. Whereas Palace, Palace in tenth um, have only Watford have scored fewer goals this season than mm. Palace. I think they've only scored fourteen. However, only Sheffield United, Leicester, and Liverpool have conceded fewer. So Palace is obviously all about tight defence and so on. So hopefully this will be the game where the form book goes out the window and they just go crazy and fill well, their boots. It's a Monday night treat. Because because um, it is interesting, based on what you said there, Marcus, to to know how Crystal Palace are going to approach this because yeah. they've been traditionally this season good away from home. Mm. They can they can set up in a way that they they almost seem to think away from home. No one expects us to get anything here, yeah. so anything we do get is a bonus, and it's kind of like having a relaxing effect on them when they go out there and they do it at home in a derby game against a team who does like to keep the ball. You wonder if they can play in that way mm. and and be successful but will their fans let them do that will their well, fans yeah. let them be kind of reactive and, and, and let the game happen to them at home to their biggest rivals it's hard to say yeah very much so um, like Newcastle they're only two points off Manchester United in fifth and seven off Chelsea in fourth <laughs> yeah, exactly yeah now obviously when they get to Monday those uh, stats uh, may, may be slightly different it's but... a strange season where it feels like not just anyone but that everyone could finish in the top four yeah <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> there'll be twenty teams in the in the Champions I mean, League next season. I'll stick my neck out here. Mm-hmm. So I don't think Newcastle are going to finish in the top four. <laughs> and I've got one. I've got one person. Got do, you one know eye. do you know what though? <laughs> if if they can, you got a friend in me, Lukey. Yeah. If they can, you right. would have to. You would have to actually go a bit further and say Bruce has done a pretty good job. Mm. But I, that's only if they can. It's mm. at the moment he's doing an all right job. Newcastle yeah. got a mensch. I'm on the constant yesterday, P. Holy I know you wouldn't have a chance to listen to it yet because we're recording this straight after. Because Atalanta went through in the Champions, in the Champions mm. League group stage. Oh, and they lost and, the first three. And they're the first team of that since Newcastle. Yeah. Nice. In 2003. And two or three, yeah. It was, yeah. But that was the second group stage. In fact, I think it, yeah, it, yeah, it was 0203 season. Okay, there you was, go. Yeah. The second group stage. Oh, no. Do no miss that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. All right, Luke Moore, let's have some Betway's four to score. Yes, four to score, Betway. Uh, we're participating in that every week. It's Betway's um, free game. All you need to do is pick the first goal scorer in Betway's four selected matches each round. And if you're correct, you can win up to £50,000 this week. You head to betway.com forward slash four to score. That's forward slash the number four and then to score and make your selections but make sure you do that before the first game starts and further T's and C's apply so we have a game each and we try and pick the first goal scorer in each game Jim traditionally goes first he's the curtain raiser yeah. mm-hmm. get, get him out of the way Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so no, Jim you're like the guy who starts us off in the relay it's the first and the last legs are the most important mm-hmm. yes. and so you've got you first and Marcus last you've got Southampton v West Ham I think I know where you're going with this yes uh, well I, I talked him up on Monday night so or on the show on Monday so I'm going to go for Danny Ings uh, he's in very very good form Southampton are at home West Ham are fairly patchy on the road so I think that's a fairly safe bet obviously it doesn't always work like that but I'm, I'm going to back him because I backed him earlier in the week and I'll still back him now <laughs> um, <laughs> to- 
Peter, uh, Jim's uh, yes. talking about Ings. Uh, Who are you talking about? Man United, Everton. I was having a bit of trouble with my computer, but we're back in the room. Would you like me to tell you who you've gone for? Uh, Sigurdsson. Correct. Skilfy Sigurdsson. I was trying to log into my computer, couldn't remember the password, and then I realised it didn't have a password. <laughs> Why is it asking me for a password then? Yeah. Stupid computer. Um, we will ha- we'll have the airing of grievances in the office <laughs> later, as we normally do. Just call me Mr. Robot the Hacker. Gil- it Mr. doesn't have a bloody password. Gilfie Sigurdsson. Gilfie Sigurdsson. Thank you. So yes. I want to hear from you. Wolves v Spurs. I've, I've, I've caught, I'm going to try and dodge the Raul Jimenez bullet. Yeah. I'm going to go for um, Delhi. Delhi. Yeah. See, I think I'd have gone for Jimenez there because I'd be so worried about this yeah. coming in. Mm. This day. He's, he's yeah. got in my head, Jimenez. <laughs> I don't like it. Through literally no fault of his own. Yeah. Um, no, I'm going to go Delhi because he's been in great form and uh-huh. I think um, I think there's a chance he could could, could get a goal there. Um, Marcus, you are wrapping this up by Arsenal Man City. Yeah, you've given me an easy one here, so I've gone for Gabriel Jesus. Out of order. Tis the yes. season. Yeah. I don't, I, don't, I don't choose the games. Better way, choose them. I'll just chuck them. If it's the fourth game on the list, you get it, mate. Lovely. Mm. Yeah, so you've got, you got Gabriel Jesus. Easy. You'll, you'll be um, there, Marcus. Easy. You've hurt us. <laughs> Marcus will be crying into his cereal when we all get him right and... Kolasinac pops up with the first goal against Man City <laughs> um, that's Betway's 4 to score go to betway.com forward slash 4 to score it's free to play and the current price is now £50,000 of course it rolls over if no one wins it so next week it could be even bigger uh, betway.com forward slash 4 to score but do bet the responsible way and now it's time ladies and gentlemen for going for gold so we're here on Right. It's time for you. Time for you. Game. Game. Lord. High stakes, hot babes, let's do it. <laughs> I'm very hungover. Where, where are the hot babes feet? <laughs> I don't know. Are you talking, you calling oh, us as hot babes? You're my hot babes. Yeah. yeah. Hello to Darren, Darren Hickey, long-suffering Barnet supporter. Ah, yeah. First clue. I was born on the 16th of August, 1981. A little bit younger than me. It's right in our wheelhouse, that. Stop, yeah. Michael Carrick. No, Stop, not uh, Carrick. Alan Smith. No. The one who was ruined by Ferguson. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, stop, Eric Backer. No. Nice. Nice. Um, uh, Backer means idiot in Japanese. Uh, I have played 112 times for my country, scoring 32 goals. Oh. Mm. Is it centenarian? Is that how you say it? Mm. I don't know. Stop. Harry Kuehl. <laughs> no, it's not Harry Kuehl. It's he actually not a bad guess. Yeah. He would have scored more than 32, Stop. wouldn't he? Probably, yeah. Mark Viduka. I've given you all a lead hard-on, mm. haven't I? No. Just with the yeah. mention yeah. of one of the worst hard-ons. <laughs> It's a very aggressive hard-on. It yeah. feels like it, 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 it can no longer live out of, of, yeah. on, on, on uh, t- former glory. And even very worse, costly. And oh. even worse, a wear hard-on. Yeah. Oh, he's got a Woodgate on. Terrible for visiting <laughs> fans. Yeah. Um, in my career, I've played uh, alongside Jefferson Montero, uh, Lisa Rizzo, uh, Benny McCarthy, Patrick Vieira and Isco. And I've played for Real Betis, Bayern Munich, Blackburn, Manchester City and Stop. Malaga. Claudio Pizzari's older than that. Damn it all. Yeah. <laughs> Roque Santa Cruz. Oh. Mm, it's Roque Santa Cruz! Yeah. Yeah. I was thinking it's got me. The relief, Jim. Yeah. I gave you that. You did. I think you mentioned him last week. Roque Santa Claus. Thank you very much, Former, to Darren Hickey. Uh, 
Former winner, unofficially, of the, at one point, certainly as far as this show is concerned, the most handsome man in football. Mm -hmm. We haven't, by the way, we haven't done a revisit of the Premier League's toughest managers Mm. since Big Dunk and help me out here. Because it's Big Dunk. Someone else came in as well who's also (laughs) hard. Um, We've got to do it on Monday. Whoever it is. Yeah, maybe we do it on Monday. Yeah. Um, But it's Big Dunk. Mm. Come on, Marcus. We, let's let's not ruin it. I think we should. Save We've got it for to the show new our year. working, haven't we? Mm. Yeah. Well, we actually um, got an email about that. Kieran uh, says uh, with Big Duncan, Nigel Pearson, Pearson, back of course, in, back of in manager, uh, ma- back in managerial uh, climbs. Um, I was wondering if we could return to the familiar troupe, uh, uh, sorry, ramble trope of uh, ranking the current Premier League managers based on how hard they are. Chris Wilder. Has yes. almost certainly glassed someone in a car park. He's tough. Back of a pub. card, um, and a lot hinges on who West Ham get after booting Manuel Pe- Pe- Pellegrini out of uh, the club, aka Audrey Roberts from Corrie. Yeah, that's a, that's a terrible reference. That mm. Dean that's Smith, really Freddie Youngberg, Graham Potter. Any thoughts on them? Potter, no. Potter, Youngberg, no. Youngberg's got a kid. I've seen nice. him. I've seen the red mist descend with Youngberg on the on the field. That was his hair. <laughs> <laughs> what about Frankie Lampard? Uh. He's, I mean, nah. he's solid, isn't he? He's like yeah. solid. Yeah, 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 he'll he'll go the distance, but he's not gonna. He's not it's gonna not win. Flashy. He's it's not it's between to... Pearson and and Ferguson, and it, and it might be the unstoppable force against the, Im- the immovable object. <laughs> Just go on forever. You, who who would you like? To, so you picture this, right? It's Christmas, so maybe you're in the pub, and um, you're having a beer at the end of the bar, and you've caught the eye accidentally of a guy at the end of the bar who looks a little bit feisty and yeah. he's pissed and he's flipped oh, and you know he's coming for you. Would you rather that be Nigel Pearson or Duncan Ferguson? That's a good question. Pearson, actually. I would well, rather instantly Pearson. Away. Yeah. yeah. So I that mean, answers your question. I'm going to get an absolute panel in. Um, <laughs> but you might survive. But, um, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Pearson's, I would say, a bit more gentlemanly and old school. Duncan Ferguson will do anything to kill you. Exactly, <laughs> yeah. I'll be, I'll, be, I'll be battered. I'll be upset. I'll be hurt once Pearson's given me a kick in. Mm. But I think, like, if it's Ferguson, I'll be disfigured afterwards. Yeah, Duncan Ferguson would have... Uh, I'm not going to say what I said. Good. <laughs> Marcus, <laughs> Marcus question involved you, a chair leg. Question if you just to sort of take it on another yeah. sex. To, I'll put this particularly at you. Oh, um, are you an ostrich? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> and that's my Matthew McConaughey impression to end the show. That sounds like Sean Connery. <laughs> yeah. uh, there we are, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you very much for listening to the preview show sponsored by Betway. I'm back tomorrow with Jonathan Wilson for the greatest games in association with the Blizzard. Thank you, Luke Moore. Thanks. Thank you, Pete Donaldson. All right, all right, all right. Thank you, Jim Campbell. Cheers. See you next time. This. Was a Stakhanov production. I got your Stakhanov production right here, motherfucker! <laughs> Naughty. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.